Yeah. Human centipede. Uh-huh. Oh my god, we're recording and you guys are talking about the human centipede. Centipede, get it right. The South Park episode. Oh god. Oh, that episode made me want to le- read the terms and conditions on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here. Because it will lead to me getting my ass sewed to my face. I'm, I'm going to sign off. Can we that. clip this and I'm going to post this on social media? <laughs> Stay yeah, so, on. Come on. Amy, I will send you the original footage. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right, here, here we go. Here kind we of go. more upbeat for this one. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted. I am here with the whole crew. It is St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day. You're watching this like a week and a half after St. Patty's Day, but happy St. Patty's Day. You're not really like Delco mom there. Hey, hey, uh... eat your hoagie somewhere (laughs) else. That's now Clifton Heights. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it Thank is. you, guys. him. <laughs> all right. So uh, we want to talk all about uh, the, the people that have success outside of WWE, but we're going to spend some time focusing on a particular person. But before we get there, first of all, Ivy's apparently going to fix herself. And second of all, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, and second of all, I want to make sure that I, I do all my shout outs. <laughs> I broke her. <laughs> Um, I want to do all the shout out stuff. So, uh, folks, go get your tickets for CCW at ccwrestlingfl.com slash events. Let me say that again for you a little slower. ccwrestlingfl.com slash events. Okay. Um, make sure you go to our merch shop. You can find that in our link tree in the description below. You can also find that link tree on all of our social media platforms. And you can find us on Instagram on Twitter and on Facebook at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Go buy some merch. Buy some merch. Okay. That being said, WWE Network is just $9.99. Oh, shit. I'm late. Um, That's uh, Peacock. Yeah, yeah, it's it's on the CAC now. It's on the CAC. Sorry, I'm a little bit all over the place. We've been uh, celebrating St. Patty's Day in this joint, and we just filmed a really somber episode. No, we haven't. You have been. Yeah. I, I, I celebrated by. Hey, we know it's her favorite holiday. Say, say what now? We know it's her favorite holiday. Say what now? Irish by convenience. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Michael, you shut your dirty pie hole. Got it? <laughs> All right. So, with that being said, um, we're going to focus on Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona has been a freaking beast since getting his release from the WWE. He's been everywhere. He's been in AEW. He's been in Impact. He's been in the NWA. He's been at Ring of Honor. Which and he's been all over the Indies. Which ironically is now AEW. Yeah. And <laughs> and he's been all over the Indies, right? The man is more over now than early twenty tens 
when he got himself over the first time. Okay. The guy is crazy over right now. And I think I know why. The man has always known how to make the internet work for him. And now the internet is more easily accessible than it has ever been. The globalization of the wrestling product lets us put eyes on whoever we want to put eyes on. That means that you too can watch Ivy at CCW's Nashville shows. Just saying. Okay. Look at that look. Look at the look she just gave me. She wasn't expecting me to plug her. No, it wasn't. I'm I'm her manager. It's my job to plug her. Um, So... So that being said, right, Matt Cardona, he's over the moon right now. Okay, he's out there. Let's talk about his success a little bit. Uh, why do we think Matt Cardona has been so successful? And, um, you know, and let's, let's talk about what we liked the best since his WWE release that we've seen from him. Oh, I forgot GCW. He's been in GCW too. Yeah. Right? Um, so I started with the youngins. Last time, I'm going to start with uh, with the old heads this time. I'm going to start with Tyler Peters. Tyler, what? why do you think Matt Cardona is so successful outside of the WWE? And what is your favorite um, bit that you've seen from Matt Cardona since he left the WWE this most recent time? I think Matt Cardona, like you guys were talking about, reinventing himself. I think he's got that creative, expressive, expressive freedom, excuse me. And he just – I mean, he you, you said it. He's over. He's getting the fans to react, even flipping them off. I mean, getting that heat that you need at wrestling shows. And i got to be honest, I'm not big into intergender wrestling, but that match with Jordan Grace was awesome. And I, I'm not – and I'm, no offense. I'm just not – that's not my – cup of tea but it doesn't mean it won a good match uh, there was a lot mm-hmm. of intensity uh, brutality in that match and hey mm-hmm. it's a credit to those two and I just like what he's doing with the NWA I think this is what he needed and uh, you touched on it he's just he's doing things you could, that WWE probably handcuffed him a little bit and that's not a knock on WWE it's just their system I think Ryder you know he needed this to kind of rebel and to, so he could be himself I mean I, I'm really not as Studied on Cardona, but I like what I'm seeing now. I'm not a deathmatch guy, but I got to admire the guy can work. He's a great wrestler. So, I, hey, major props and respect to him. That, that's really all I've got to uh, take away and add to the conversation about uh, Matt Ryder or Matt Cardona. Zach Ryder or Matt Cardona. We're gonna because if you start if you start that if you start that trend now, like I'll get tongue tied tongue tied all night. Um, uh, my, my, yeah, my fault. Yeah, ref I, thick. I do it all the time. So yeah, too many car bombs, Ted. Ref thick, you shut your dirty mouth. Okay, cuz, talk to us, brother. All right. So I think one of the things that always worked for him was he looks like somebody that belongs. In terms of like if. And, like, I feel bad saying this, but, like, you know how you get your template for the creator wrestler? Like, yeah. start from the get-go. He kind of fits that mold for me. It's like, you look at him and you're like, that guy's a wrestler. Yep. Um, on top of that, the guy can speak on the mic. He is willing to engage with fans outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, his body of work has always been good. I think the problem with him is that uh, 
when he was in WWE, he just, um, I don't think he was being punished for getting over. I just think that when they have certain plans factored in and money tied to certain plans, it's kind of hard for them to deviate that plan when they have so much money tied into certain wrestlers and certain plots. So it was good that he left um, and went the route that a bunch of guys have went over the years that have come back and had success in WWE. Um, I think the best thing that I've seen from him so far was the uh, match with him and Trevor Murdoch where he went over for the title. Mm. Um, I think he is the epitome of what you should expect in NWA in terms of like, you know, world, like world title, like level, you know, guys. Um, you really like, I think NWA is the only company right now that is really holding the standard that not only do you need to look the part, you've also going to be able to back it up by like your promos and everything like that. Mm. And I mean, like, you know, the argument could be set against it with like Murdoch when he was running as like a champion, but Murdoch still looked like an old school, like seventies wrestler had the promos had the, you know, push behind them and everything with that from the fans. And um, I think this is the best work that he's done. And I kind of hope he doesn't go back to WWE, to be honest. Yeah. I hope he never goes back and just continues to do his own thing because I think he is in a spot where unless he factors in the plans, will never be given the spot that he really deserves. Got it. Got it. OG, this is a, this is kind of your topic, brother. You you brought this to the table for the group. Uh what are, what are some of your thoughts, man? Yeah, so like the the biggest thing to me is he he's really showing now that you don't need to be a part of a major wrestling organization to be over in this line of work. Like as long as you can connect to the fans, whether that be through being a face or ga- gaining heat as a heel, uh, you're going to be popular <laughs> no matter what. Mm. I mean, they got, the guy's currently holding six belts right now in various organizations. Just That's just showing how good, a, how good he is in this company. And, I mean, for me, I, I mean, obviously my f- first uh, – the first time I got to see him was as Zack Ryder in the WWE, so I didn't really know. I mean, he was just kind of goofy at that he point. He was an edgehead. Like, oh, true. I forgot about that, actually. But um, just like he always seemed like a very goofy dude. Mm-hmm. But to me, like showing – I mean, his matches in GCW – were really what changed my opinion of him that like, not only is he a good worker in the ring, but he's willing to do whatever he needs to do to get over in the, in this company. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I mean, he won the GCW championship and that's not one of the six that he has right now. No, it's one of the belts that he's holding. He's held, I think he's held eight belts or something like that since he's left, but he's currently holding six belts. Yep. Crazy. How about the fact that his hair never gets messed up even after death matches? That's, that's insane, right? Also, the Poly G or Poly D hair gel. <laughs> the, 
I <laughs> the fun I think my favorite thing that he that he's done since leaving WWE was actually washing the belt after he won it. <laughs> that might have been the best the best that's like the best heat that anybody has ever gotten on them. Yeah, that was that drew some serious heat from the GCW people. <laughs> and then he and then he he made his own belt, didn't he? I don't remember. Did he make his own GCW belt for a second there? Oh man, maybe craziness, craziness. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to the temptress witch. Let's go to Ivy. Ooh. I mean, you guys kind of all have so far touched on a lot of what my thoughts were. Um, I've always thought that he is very talented, just underutilized, like many of the, you know, wrestlers that have come and gone in the business. Um, I also think that he is giving himself more exposure than what he was actually getting with WWE because of that interaction with fans and whatnot. And because of that freedom to be able to do so across, you know, so many different platforms. I think that's, what's making him extremely successful. Um, I mean, he's, you know, like we kind of mentioned, he's holding what five or six titles like now. Um, I also think that he's, he's very good at playing heel. And that's not something that I would have initially expected because of a lot of the way that, you know, his, his career was going. Um, And I don't know much about, you know, where he was before his time in WWE, but I just know that after WWE, it's, it's very apparent that he's much more successful now than what he was when he was with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100% in agreement with you. And Jasper agrees as well. This is where I, we're on Roku now, so I can't make the joke that I would normally make. Um, I know. That's perfect. I love it. Thank you, Roku. <laughs> Ref thick. Um, so the thing you touched upon um, when you were doing your spiel, Ted, um, was that Matt has always been in touch with the wrestling community on Twitter and Facebook and all that. And I'm trying to think, I think he's one of the first to do that in the internet era as far as like using the heat or the love that he gets and using that to his advantage. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really surprise me that he is excelling now that he is, his social media isn't really under the shackles of like the WWE PR teams and he's able to make his own storylines and stuff. Um, And, but what is surprising me is how much he's willing to also help out not only uh, younger talent, but also smaller promotions in the process. Because, like, GCW was on the map before he had that match with Nick Gage. But I feel like their popularity skyrocketed after they were trending that night with the uh, with everybody throwing in the ring – or throwing stuff in the ring after he won. So I think he's, he's smart in the way that he's also elevating others and other promotions yeah. with his success that he's finding outside the ring. And, as, yeah, that's – like, I, I am – excited to see where he goes because i feel like it's, there's no stopping him right now he's like i i feel like he's gonna have 11 belts in a couple weeks so it'll be fine <laughs> like wrestlemania weekend is gonna be really interesting because i'm sure yeah. he's on almost every single show in some way so it'll be fun to watch absolutely absolutely so i think that matt cardona became the blueprint for what wwe wanted their wrestlers to start doing with twitter Right. He, he went out there and did it on his own and they were like, well, no, you can't just do it on your own. 
but we can tell everyone to do it and that's okay. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened. They all started he beat them to it. it. Is what he did. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so I think, I think that all of your, your statements so far have been, have been pretty dead on. Um, there are very few championships in the world that mean as much as the NWA world's heavyweight championship. Um, and that's, that's a tough thing to say because there, there was a, a period of time there where the NWA was dead and it was like the title was just being, was just being, you know, used in these other federations. I mean, you know, total nonstop action. And then, and it was being used in, in, um, in ECW, you know, Shane Douglas. It's funny because we just dropped that top, you know, our favorite moments from, from ECW. We filmed that forever ago, back when Nelio was still apparently alive. And, um, barely. He is, he is alive and well. He's barely. He's barely alive. Um, (laughs) you know, but, but you you guys did see him. Yeah. Physically. We did. We saw him in the flesh. He, he is, he's, he's kicking. He's still there. He's still there. Um, but what I would say is, you know, there was a time like when Shane Douglas had the NWA championship and he was like, no, I'm the ECW champion. I, you know, that this company died, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Maybe that championship kiss my ass. That's right. And the championship was then used in ring of honor, not ring of honor. I'm sorry. In, uh, in TNA as mm-hmm. the heavyweight championship, it was the belt yeah. in TNA. It was NWA TNA. That was the name of the show, you know? And, um, and that was kind of a resurgence and then that died out. Right. Um, and then, you know, four years ago, five years ago, we started seeing an uptick again. Right. But look at the longevity of the NWA. I mean, the NWA was the be all and end all in the eighties and the early nineties, you know? Yeah, it was. It was the be all and end all. And, um, and with that being the case, uh, the, that belt has seen a lot of love. Sweet Charlotte, 10 pounds of gold, whatever you want to call it. That belt has seen a lot of love. And it's graced a handful of wastes. Matt Cardona winning that championship validates him. And I think that he's been waiting for that validation for too mm-hmm. long. For too mm-hmm. goddamn long. Well, he's finally being recognized and and you know his his talent is actually being appreciated now. When it's I mean, it's not like he I, I don't even want to say that he left WWE and got better. I think he's always been very talented. It just has not been booked properly. And he just hasn't been given the elevation and opportunities for us to actually see that, you know, elevation in him in mainstream. So now that he's left, he's in the Indies. And I mean, to be honest, like, I almost feel like what a slap in the face to, to, to the bigger feds here, because you lost like, they lost a great talent. Yep. The funny, the funny thing is to me, and it's weird because like, he's been like, it's only like a 20 like 2010 was like when he really came up but like he was kind of ahead of his time 
And then because he was the first to figure out that social media is a way to really connect with the fans. Mm-hmm. And, and think thinking about it, like if it wasn't for him doing that himself, like it would have taken WWE a lot longer to figure out uh, how to use social media to their advantage and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like he kind of paved the way for some of the guys that are using social media the way that he did back in 2010. Yep. 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 And I mean, Will, you and I had the chance to see him win uh, a tag team championship at, uh, at WrestleMania. And, yeah. um, and, you know, he's also won an intercontinental championship at WrestleMania, you know, and uh, I would challenge people to go watch his intercontinental championship win in that, in that ladder match. And, uh, and tell me they didn't see something special. Mm-hmm. I would I challenge he's, anybody. He's de- he was definitely underrated as a worker, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But like where he really shined was connecting with the fans. Yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I think that my favorite moment, though, since him leaving the the WWE, has to be um, the fact that he managed to piss off every GCW fan there was <laughs> to the point where, to the point where they were, he was just walking out of the curtain and shit was getting thrown at him and people were spitting on him. And, you know, like he, he drew legitimate heat. He was, he is probably the best heel on the Indies right now. Yeah. Hands mm-hmm. down bar none. It's crazy. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that he was able to gain heat, heat the way that he was able to do it. <laughs> So. He knew exactly what he was doing going in there, and oh, like absolutely. I don't know, yeah. If, yeah, I don't know if he knew that that was going to be the reaction. But damn, it was he, he that smile on his face when they were throwing shit at him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just he he very accurately played into and fed into the fan reactions. Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, he makes me not like him because being an NWA <laughs> champion, I'm. I'm from the traditionalist point of view, and I, I got to admit, he, he's getting me not liking him, so it's working. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So let me ask, uh, let me ask the panel this. Um, you know, off air, Cuz had made a comment about uh, the NWA, right? And with NWA power, um, Cuz, what what was the what was the exact point you made? NWA power slash NWA itself has become the new ECW. In terms of they are taking everybody's used uh, used garbage and mining gold out of it. Yeah. And showing that you can take a small roster and really do some really good things with it and make those guys special in their own place. Kind of like what Paul Heyman did with ECW for the last, like, three or four years that it existed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and by the way, that's not a slight on the NWA. You know, if there's any NWA marks out there that are like, why are they talking shit on the NWA comparing it to ECW? No, we're, we're, we're comparing it to the best parts of ECW right now. Yeah. Um, I think that the NWA has had that mentality since it was NWA TNA. Um, 
I think that NWA TNA did the same thing right, you know, back then as as the NWA is doing now. I mean, if you th- if you go back and look at some of the heavy hitters that came up through NWA TNA, you had D'Lo Brown show up, you had um, Sting show up, you had Kurt Angle show up, you had and and those were bigger names, right? Um, you had Scott Steiner show up, you had Kevin Nash show up, you had Booker T show up, um, all those names show up and and. WWE was doing nothing with them when they last used them. Mm-hmm. And then the NWA was like in TNA, you know, through the Jarrett's was like, uh, are you stupid? <laughs> you know, we can make I the main event mafia out right, of these guys. I think you're on the right path with your comparison, but I think you're highlighting the wrong guys. Um, when I think but, of early NWA TNA. I think of Ron Killings. Ken well, that's, that's, that's where I was about to go. Yeah. You know, like, and, and, and so you look at, all, at the list of people that only ever held a European championship or an intercontinental championship in the WWE. Uh, again, Ken Shamrock, Ron Killings, D'Lo Brown, um, Christian Cage, uh, Matt Hardy, you know, um, all, all these guys that came through and they made gold out of it. They did. Mike is absolutely right. They made absolute gold out of it. And I think that the NWA is continuing in that tradition now. Um, but I'm interested to hear what the, what the rest of the panel has to say, because uh, I, I saw some faces kind of go, Ooh, mm, is that right? Uh, as, as that was being said, I'm going to go to, uh, to my senior official. I'm going to go to ref thick ref. So- what do you think? I'm not going to be really helpful on this because to be perfectly honest, aside from like the big shows, I don't really watch NWA. So like, it's a little hard for me to gauge like how people are doing. I work work in the business, dude. I'm there every day. (laughs) Mark alert. I watch live wrestling. I don't need to watch watch anymore. But You have the best seat for some matches. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the worst seats when you're taking a title to the face. Um, (laughs) So, like, I could see out of all of the promotions that are currently going, like AW Impact and all that, um, I think that's uh, the way Mike is describing it is probably the best description based on just what I know people are doing in NWA. So I, I would actually agree with that. Whereas I think AW just takes stars to use them to their own gain not really elevates many like they don't really aside from a few they don't read like take stifle stars and let them go whereas they're just using a lot of really good talent and using them well but um i think with nwa it's allowing people to do things that they're not necessarily used to i guess if that makes sense i don't know yeah but yeah Let's uh let's go to OG. I know we're just about out of time here, guys, but uh but I want to get some final thoughts from OG on this topic, and then uh, and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. So I wouldn't even handcuff myself to NWA at this point. I mean, it seems like the just the indies themselves are, and not to say that NWA is an indie promotion by any means, but like anywhere outside of the bigger promotions are just a place for guys to like really reinvent themselves in general. Mm. I mean, even, even in TNA or impact or what it is now, some of, some of the best characters outside of 
WWE and AEW have been from people who have gone to a smaller promotion and reinvented themselves. Yeah. I mean, still to me, one of the, one of, one of the best and one of my favorite characters is going to be, it's the broken Matt Hardy character. Like he wouldn't, obviously we saw how that didn't go over well in WWE, but like for him to come up with that character outside of WWE, like re it, it's pretty much saved his career. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I'll tell you what, my friends, let us know what your thoughts are. Is, you know, what, what are your thoughts on Matt Cardona? What are your thoughts on these um, formerly uh, signed to big company names that have been going out there and reinventing themselves and basically reinventing the wheel and coming back uh, and looking stronger? Do you see any of these people heading back to the big name promotions? Do you think that uh, they would be better to serve? Uh, I think one, someone on the panel said they hope that, he, uh, I think it was Ivy says they hope that Cardona never went back to the WWE. Who was it that said that? I don't know. It was, it was somebody. That wasn't me. Oh, it was Cuz. It was Cuz. You know, and, 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 you know, do you agree with that? Do you agree with that take? Um, let us know your thoughts. If you are watching on YouTube or uh, on Spotify video, hit us up in the comments. If you are listening on a podcast platform or on Sportswire, or if you're watching on Roku, hit us up on social media at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-I-S-T. Hit up our link tree. Go check out the merch. Go get yourself something fun. And uh, my friends, on behalf of the whole panel here at Rewind Wrestling Radio, we thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next time.